0: All right, that's uh, nine PM GMT. Uh, let's get started with the ninth uh, Gridcoin community hangout. Uh, going from the order of uh, highest voted on the uh, Steam RSVP thread, uh, the top topic is uh, our attempts to get uh, Gridcoin added to Coinvert. It's like uh, it's like Shapeshift, but based in the UK. So uh, for what, like the last uh, almost a year now, we've been trying to get a uh, Gridcoin added to Shapeshift and each time we're kind of given a response of like oh your coin's been added to the uh, the discovery list for the developers and uh, it's not gone any further than that so I think it's a good idea to uh, continue hitting up Coinvert trying to get uh, Gridcoin added perhaps uh, they'll take advantage of uh, the fact that uh, Shapeshift has not implemented uh, Gridcoin so Uh, I've been creating tweets directly at uh, Coinvert and at uh, Shapeshift, trying to create a bit of competition between the two, see who can get Gridcoin added first. So, uh, yeah, uh, retweet that. Uh, Every time you do retweet it, it's pretty much like popping up in their face, like, oh, you know, add Gridcoin. So the more the better. Mm. Does anyone have anything to say about Coinvert or uh, Shapeshift?
1: Keep bothering them. Keep
0: tweeting. Yep, Indeed. keep adding. that's all we can do. Cool. Well I'll keep regularly posting these uh these tweets at uh Coinvert and Shapeshift onto IRC. Uh I've been doing so onto uh Reddit as well. So uh, just tweet it. So moving on to the next topic. It's uh discussing the open source pool project. Uh the concept is, uh, if we have an open source toolkit, we'll potentially see dozens of new pools being created. Uh, this would be great for new users and Android users. Currently, we've only got, well, actually, we've got two pools. We've got KT's pool, uh, which has a 5% fee. Uh, KT has recently become, uh, active again, which is brilliant. She's in fact, uh, posting to the, uh, open source pool project thread. So that's brilliant. Uh, the other pool is, uh, such Flex, they take a 20% fee. Uh, they also uh, do other things other than uh, Gridcoin, and they're like a startup company. So uh, it's not just... Uh, Katie's fee isn't... Sorry, Katie's pool isn't a company, whereas uh, Such Flex is this kind of startup that's going through like a startup and computer and stuff at the moment.
1: You know, I think it's worth mentioning and also correcting that there's another, you know, EO bot, I guess,
0: Yes that's kinda true. I mean Well EOBOT's got a multi miner for uh say if you've got uh you know uh
1: well what else is such flex?
0: That's true, however, such flex uh distributes boink work to you whereas uh ah. yeah whereas uh EOBOT you like mine much more simple. Yeah, you mine proof of work cryptocurrencies and get paid in return with Gridcoin. The uh, EoBot does offer like a cloud crunching, uh, you know, service, but it's uh, it's very very expensive. They kind of worked it out to be uh, they value one Gridcoin to be like eighty cents US dollars, which is uh, a pretty nice evaluation. But uh, you know, people are people are paying that as well. So potentially, you know, if you've got a ton of uh, computing power available to to you like if you're in a data center or whatever uh for any listeners um you know what if you created like a a web front end for renting out uh you know computing power dedicated towards boink you know like uh kind of like a charitable kind of thing but uh yeah there wouldn't have to be a charity itself but yeah back to the main topic uh the pool uh so katie has a Raised the fact that there are a few issues with Boink itself. She raised a few issues on the Boink repo. Uh, I think we should follow up on those and see, you know, uh, if we can get them resolved. And if that's the case, then uh, potentially the current pool will be a lot more uh, stable. And potentially we may say uh, Katie's pool uh, open source sooner, you know.
2: Is that the XML issue?
0: It's not just the XML issue, uh, Katie raised three different issues on GitHub, uh, one of which was the XML issue. And I think all three of them were closed, pretty much. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I think we should... What I'm going to do is uh, post to the GitHub issues, you know, and uh, follow up with Katie and see uh, if some are still issues. One looked like it was resolved, but I'm not sure. Uh, Yeah. I'm just
3: going to... Throw out that her presence is probably an indication that she's pretty happy with the way things are going right now.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Gridcoin community has really become quite a bit more active than it was well, significantly more so since like this point last year. You know. Yeah. We've uh, we've recruited a couple thousand users since this point last year. You know.
3: That's pretty exciting.
0: Definitely. We're seeing, seeing between like usually like five to ten users joining a day. So that's like, the amount each year. If we continue at this pace, hopefully, you know that will accelerate at a certain point. It does. It has in the past when we, uh, like when we initially advertised in Blinkers, went up to like 30 or 40 a day, which is a bit, a bit nuts.
3: Any word on the Thunderclap campaign? How the analytics there, Trader Man?
0: Uh, regarding analytics, it's not just myself that can look up the analytics. See if you go into the Slack channel, and if you go into the marketing, uh you know, channel within our Gridcoin Slack, uh, there is a stat spot which you can pretty much query anything about the Gridcoin website. So if you're uh, doing advertising, just check up on that and see how the impact was. You know,
3: it's really cool. I had no idea.
0: Yeah, totally. It's not as extensive as having direct access to the Google uh, Analytics, but it's pretty close.
3: One of us needs to get like an Alexa account or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, regarding a couple of the issues, one of the issues, the, uh, the count XML uh, issue that Katie ran into, uh, that may be solved by the, uh, we talked about this last week or maybe the week before, uh, the introduction of the uh, LibXML XML. Plus plus uh, library instead of the uh, homebrew XML parser that's uh, being proposed in the boink, uh, you know, repo issues section. So that could, uh, you know, bring about the open source pool a bit more easily. Does anyone have anything to say about the pool?
3: I'll make one as soon as I'm able.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a good idea, you know? Save here. I'll make like five. Well, I mean, theoretically, say if you didn't charge fees, but in return, you were to, you know, use the voting power with the user's consent, you could have like a significant uh, voting power weight, you know, especially if, uh, if we don't apply the changes to the uh, mag plus balance, uh, you know, vote weight type, because that, that did end, uh, few weeks ago like three weeks ago the poll we had within the Gridcoin decentralized uh voting mechanism it ended out being uh that the investors wanted something like nine to one like uh for every uh for every one vote wait for uh you know uh, magnitude investors would have nine times more right versus uh the magnitude poll, they said they wanted 70-30, 70% to, you know, the investors and 30 to, uh, uh crunchers. So that's basically just over two to one. So if you take those two results and take an average between them, it worked out around about five to one. So that's a bit more of a balanced voting weight. But, uh, you know, so if we were to create a, an open source pool kit and more pools did start popping up. We would have to really consider uh, taking action on the change, uh, you know, for changing the magnitude plus balance uh, vote weight type, you know? Yeah, well,
3: potentially you could have somebody start up a pool and shift a bunch of users. Like, uh, they could have planted like thousands of users and stuff and then shift all the weight to their pool for some reason. I don't know, man. All types of shifty crap you could do totally
2: sounds like the world domination league, (laughs) yeah. Well,
0: Well, competition will be good, you know. Uh, like with Project Rain, potentially you could distribute an additional token to just your pool users, you know, to attract users, you know, just fine ideas out there. Uh, Trader Man's talking about, uh. How about creating an Android app that does the pool setup automatically so Android users would only need the uh, Coinomi wallet and the setup app to get started with Gridcoin? Uh, there are a couple open source uh, Android bank clients. Uh, specifically, I know that uh, I think the uh, the actual official uh, bank repo has an slightly outdated uh boink uh, android app but there's also one by uh by htc i think that it was called htc power to give so you could take either one of those and uh customize it for just your pool so all we'd need is to like sign up and that's it and the coins could as you say be sent directly to uh coinomi or even to uh you know open ledger wallets or whatever on uh, your Android device so you would be entirely within the Android ecosystem whilst earning Gridcoin
3: uh, yeah Samsung also had one called Power Sleep that was uh, powering Scimap it's a discontinued project for Boink it's like a similarity matrix of proteins it feeds Interpro it's some really cool uh, like mapping out the similarities between every protein that they discover, basically, and metagenomes and stuff like that. It's a pretty cool project.
0: Cool. Uh, Was that open source, though?
3: Um, I was just saying, because Samsung, Android, blah, 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 might be. Yeah,
0: totally. I mean, if it's a discontinued project at this point, perhaps uh, approaching Samsung, they may... Open source it is like a community outreach. Never know if someone puts exactly. the feelers out for that. That'd be really cool.
3: Exactly my point.
0: Mm, might even get uh, Samsung's attention, you know? Because I mean, they've got their whole uh, Android Pay uh, being built into their phones and stuff.
2: Yeah, they've also they've also got some problems as well at the moment with their um, their new bit of kit. So it might be good promo for them. Yeah.
3: yeah. And to be perfectly honest, uh, Samsung doesn't have the best press lately i i've noticed like a lot of weird press for samsung lately i don't want to say anything weird but like um they could use something happy in the news about them
4: yeah they've had to recall an awful lot of bits of kit
0: yeah all companies could sorry go ahead pepperino
3: oh no i was just saying it's unfortunate they're they basically make components in almost everything i'm just wondering what the long game is here
2: Yeah, it's their their battery that's the problem, it seems. Uh, Batteries were blowing up, apparently. I
1: read a headline that this is happening with Apple phones too, the newer ones.
2: It's all that pirated lithium. Batteries have always been a problem, that's why. Yeah, it's
1: definitely a battery source issue, because if you look into this, you know, the same manufacturer makes for, you know, the, the same kind of phones for both brands. Like the board.
2: I actually think Samsung were pretty brave to actually make a recall. They recall something like a million five hundred handsets.
3: I'd look at like companies like Hynix and uh, Foxconn and stuff like that for some form of stock conspiracy against Samsung, really. Like, if we weren't being real, it's all about money.
2: It could be industrial sabotage. You never know. Yeah, well, Foxconn makes a lot of
4: batteries... So if they make batteries and they make chips, who stands to profit, right? Mm. Well, that's anyway. a Samsung
2: conspiracy done.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. But, uh, back to the kind of the topic. Yeah. Uh, approaching, uh, multiple, uh, companies, you know, uh, in the computing field, uh, regarding Boeing could be a great idea. Like, uh, i always thought that Intel should really be in the game. Uh, It's pushing their, like, Xeon Phi's, you know. Uh, IBM's in, you know. Uh, IBM versus Intel kind of thing. Yeah, there that's
2: that's, that's, a, that's a good one. That's a very good one, yeah.
0: I might look into that.
3: Kind of a way to get the fanboys involved. Indeed.
0: Especially if they were to, uh, if they were to, you know, advertise Boink fruit like, you know, on through their Intel uh, marketing uh, abilities. That would drive a lot of... Any any traffic towards Boink is brilliant for Gridcoin, because ultimately, if you Google Boink, you're going to eventually find Gridcoin as well.
4: One would hope, at least.
3: Keep up the hashtags, guys. Well, they do go hand-in-hand.
4: Hand.
0: Yeah, keep up the hashtags on Twitter. Yeah. So, uh... Moving on to the next topic. Uh, this is a suggestion by Pepper Reno. Uh, it's anecdotes about terrible experiences with uh, traditional banking and also experiences or first ex- first impressions of the crypto world thus far. Uh, do you want to start us off on that, uh, Reno?
3: Okay. Um, I had a pretty terrible experience earlier this week. Uh went to the bank Um to the credit union. I joined the credit union because I agree with their political ethos or whatever, uh, as far as traditional banking goes and, uh, you know, made the conscious decision to join the bank, to improve the local economy slash be a part of the political goings on of the bank, et etc. et cetera. All the reasons you joined a credit union, just trying to be like a responsible banking citizen or whatever. So, Um, I was going in to see how much if I owed for the fees. I prevent, uh, presented my card and Pepper's card to the teller and, uh, asked her for the balance in both accounts, knowing that I have joint custody on Pepper's account. So I have like signing authority. I can check the balances. I can deposit checks. I can withdraw money. I can pay bills through her account, everything. Um, the teller, made a weird point like an explicit point of telling me that the debit card of peppers doesn't provide me access to my account or i can't use it and i know that most people know that like if you give somebody else's debit card they're probably just going to chop it up as soon as they see it um but knowing that it's a joint account i present it with some sort of confidence and stuff so Uh, this was about a five minute thing of her, like making sure to let me know, like, this is no, no, like making me feel like an absolute idiot, you know? Um, Mm. so once we finished the transaction, I was just like, you know, seriously, like really calmly and. Quietly to her, even. I was like, that was just really like kind of belittling. I you really made me feel uncomfortable there. Like, please don't do that to anybody else. Like, I'm a pretty thick skinned dude. Like, in real life, you know, um, mm. you can deal with people pretty easily. Uh, you might not want to do that to customers again. She's like, okay, I'll get my manager. And I'm yeah. like, no, like, I'm talking to you. Like, this is, You 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 hear me right? Like, don't have to get the manager. I'm just saying, like, you don't have to be rude to customers. You could have just inferred that I wanted the account numbers and given it to me magically, and I wouldn't have known the difference. And that would have been a nice, professional transaction. You can, you know, I'm a confused customer. This isn't the first time you've had a confused customer. Give me a break. Hmm. Okay, so she calls over the manager. She's like, Diane manager comes over. She's like, hi, how are you today? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I was just trying to get my balance and I did. And then I let the lady know that she was sort of rude to me. And now I'm talking to you. I did not swear at her. I did not raise my voice. I didn't use any weird language at all. I just let her know that her tone was a little belittling and like her the information she was giving me was superfluous to my transaction and, you know, kind of nip the things in the bud (laughs) for a guy telling a long story. Funny. Anyway, (laughs) um, it's a really long story for anybody listening. I'm sorry. It's, it gets better. It gets really, really bad actually. So, so at this point, another lady comes up and she's like, what's the problem here? And I'm like, Okay, now I have no idea. Like, what's the problem here? Um, I'm being attacked by three people now. Like, I I don't want her fired. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not looking to pop her tires or some crap after work. I don't care. Okay, mm-hmm. seriously. It was just me telling you, calm down. Blah blah blah. She's like, Are you finished your transaction? I was like, Well, yeah. You know, I got my-. She's like, Okay, I'll see you out then. I said okay. I don't need to be like escorted out. She's like, well, yeah, you do. It's closing time. And I'm like, okay, well, this guy is my buddy here. Like he's finishing up his transaction. Can I wait for him? She's like, you can wait outside. I just stood there and stared at her. I'm like,
4: are you serious? Like, why are you doing this?
3: And she's just like, leave, please. I was like, I'm a human being, you know? (laughs) And, uh, So I walked out the door slowly. She slammed the door behind me. And I'm just sitting there shaking my head. I looked in. I caught the teller's eye. I held up two fingers. And I'm like, that's two accounts. Okay? Mm. The other lady zips around the corner. She's like, oh, okay, Rhino. I'll close your accounts right tomorrow and we'll mail the check." I was like, oh, yeah, and you'll mail the checks to me, right? Awesome, cool. I can't wait to get a $6 check that I can't cash because I don't have a bank account anymore. No, thank you. Please do not do that. I will come in tomorrow and I will handle that myself. At this point, she puts her hand up to her ear like she can't hear me. Bitch, you heard me around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm talking directly to you. And you can't... (laughs) So anyway, and I was like, do not close my account. I will be back tomorrow. I went home. I called the regional office for the province for this uh region of the credit union. The uh <clears throat> the guy calls me back in the morning and I get literally a sentence and a half in before he's like, Hey man, calm down. You don't have to be upset, blah blah and I'm like, look, I'm not like that crazy upset, man. And he's like, Hey, you like Pulling this, that conservative troll bullshit like I don't have a right to be upset or something. And I'm like, look, man, I have a right to be upset. I'm like a 34-year-old dude. Okay? I'm being mistreated by your staff. You have a responsibility to make that up to me. Please start recognizing that. This isn't like a call to smear me. My God. Ended up yelling at me, telling me that he's going to close my accounts and that he's going to mail the checks. I'm like, do not mail me checks. I'll be there to pick up the cash. I gave you cash. I want cash back. It makes Mm. that really hard, makes that really hard for me. So I guess my accounts were closed without my permission. So then I call the provincial ombudsman for the credit union bank. And, um, they said oh yeah no we'll call you yeah just uh linda's just out of the office right now and uh she'll be back in about two hours this is thursday afternoon that i called them and uh yeah so um she'll give you a call right back so now here we are saturday afternoon in canada and she has not called back i have no idea what's going on are they waiting for the tapes to roll over so that there's no evidence of me just standing there like absolutely dumbfounded while these people berate me (laughs) belittle me and make me feel like shit for being a customer of their fucking bank cool so anyway that was this week and now i have no way to pay my bills (laughs) so gotta work that out gotta go get another bank account somewhere
0: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy man like the fact that they can they can close your account just on the whim like you know uh that doesn't happen with a cryptocurrency like you could you could uh you know yeah uh, troll anyone in here as much as you are or hate or you know uh be as mean as you wanted to anyone in you know a cryptocurrency community and they don't have the power to uh to close your accounts. Not that you uh, were mean or anything, whatever to uh, these users, you know, like uh, it's just the centralized power that they have, you know?
3: Yeah. Once I realized, Oh yeah, I think I might've omitted that part. Uh, Halfway through the phone conversation, I realized that the regional manager guy Mm. is from this town. It's the (laughs) fucking (laughs) regional office is in this town so it's just this big management circle jerk, right? Yeah. Like self-protecting, self-supporting structure. Like, what happened to the customer is always right, man.
2: Oh, that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Come on. Yeah. Let's be fair. It doesn't matter anymore. the 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 amount of amount of what I would call reasonable interaction between human beings in this day and age has has become extremely limited. It's amazing how knocky people become. I mean, that I personally believe, Rena, that uh, that that was an uncalled for escalation. That's the only word for it. Utter stupidity.
3: Yeah, it was really really upsetting to be treated like that by like a business that I wanted to be a part of that I wasn't acting up in that I support fully and openly and like tell people to support and stuff you know pretty it's a perfect example of how a really good idea can be run by shitty people and now it's a shitty business
5: mm.
3: nightmare and no accountability like uh I was talking to uh fucking like about it earlier um the lack of accountability see they divide up the credit unions like it's supposed to be like this local bank and support your community and stuff like that. But it actually just detracts them from like the federal accountability. Like there isn't any sort of governing body that oversees everything. And I don't know, it's almost like uh state versus federal law in the U.S. It's just lots of contradictory stuff.
2: I have history with the credit union uh reno and i know exactly where you're coming from it's a different type of animal to a normal bank i can guarantee you that especially when it's community run
3: yeah i realized that as soon as i started but i kind of liked the things that i saw and now that's being used against me because what i don't know i don't fit into the super christian community around here and stuff like i'm starting to notice um services being withdrawn from me. Uh, I went to get my taxes done at an accountant and was turned away for religious reasons because they don't like what I do for a living.
2: That's crazy. So,
3: yeah, pretty cool.
2: That is discrimination mm. because you're not doing anything illegal.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Sorry to hear it,
3: yeah. So anyway, conversely, Gridcoin has been super duper welcoming and I've had a really good time. I feel really safe and secure and like my opinion friggin' matters. Like look at me talking on this podcast right now and people listening to me and caring and stuff, and I feel really good about it. And uh I like the technology oh, involved and <laughs> Yeah man, you're one of the good ones. I like the technology involved, I like everything that's happened since, even the ransomware was fun, because I immediately had a community to go to, I went there in IRC, Chicken Man was like, I'm going to go get supper, I'll be back in like two hours, indicating to me that I had a lot of time, and I instantly relaxed, you know, knowledge is power, knowledge equals peace, and yeah, that's all that.
4: You are your own bank with Gridcoin.
3: Oh man, put that on the website. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point, actually. Does anyone else have anything to say about uh, you know centralised banking? Or should we move on to the next topic?
2: Centralised banking is boring. Yeah. And bad. Yeah, I don't have to tell people that. No one does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of uh, centralised banking, can i going to jump on this quickly. Uh, do you think... Uh, the Deutsche Bank's going to go under. Do you think it will be bailed out? Do you think it will trigger uh, a massive uh, global economic crash? Quick thoughts? Yes. Deutsche Bank
2: will be bailed out. You think so?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. They will. And the Bundestag will, will bail them out. That's it. They have to. They have no choice because if they don't, Europe goes crashing down.
3: I see Canada going the way of Greece.
4: Now, interest
1: rates will be adjusted in various places, too.
2: They can't do any more with interest rates. It's helicopter money time. Yes.
4: (laughs) Better break out the money in the wall. Yep. (laughs) Heisenberg.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like Pablo Escobar or something
0: uh star uh there's a few good uh f- blog posts on uh Steam, i think by dollar Vigilante. he used uh covering a lot of the Deutsche bank kind of collapse stuff uh just in case uh, anyone else doesn't uh know that's a good uh source for it Well, thank you all right moving on to the next topic uh it's uh, getting Shapeshift to add grid coins. So this kinda of is a throwback to the the first topic, the uh the coinvert. It's just the exact same. We're uh firing off Twitter uh tweets and uh, getting the community to retweet them. Uh we're also pairing uh, Shapeshift off against uh, Coinvert, we're covering the same content, but uh yeah, so if we keep tweeting at them, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later they'll add us, which is brilliant. So uh, moving on to the next topic real quickly. Uh, Vortak, uh is saying that uh since many of us are now writing on uh Steam it, he's created a new thread in crypto coin talk and he's uploaded all of the uh adverts, images, and banners he's created for our previous uh advertising campaigns. Uh, I've been using these uh, extensively in Steam, uh, you know, just as like a header and a footer. And it kind of makes your uh your posts look a bit more professional. Uh, If you do create a Steam post, always add at least one image because if you don't include an image uh, on the overview page when people are looking for uh, content to read, uh, it won't have a thumbnail and it will not stand out.
3: Um, On that, for uh, image hoster, I like uh, postimage.org. It gives you a variety of links Two of them being Reddit Markdown and GitHub Markdown, so you just click copy and pop it in, and it's an image, so it's ready to go. That's because Steamit supports GitHub Markdown.
0: Yep. Uh, there's also, uh, I believe, Steam might also have its own dedicated image host if you're wanting to, to upload uh, to Steam directly, kind of thing.
3: Is it like that? IFTPS thing or whatever?
2: I've got to get back into Steamit. Yeah,
0: just the easiest thing to do is just create a a new Reddit account, right, Uh, with a different username and uh, just go on to like, you know, the slash r funny or slash r cute animals and just, you know, upvote people and make funny comments. I don't think you need more than like 10 or 20 upvotes, which you can do quite quickly if you... uh, if you get in on some viral content easily, uh, even if you just go onto the uh, the Slash Hard Gridcoin uh, or Boink, you know, uh, and uh, post new content or comments, people will upvote you, and you'll be able to get in quite easily that way.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I know. I've I've already done. I've put. I've started uh, another uh, nick there, so uh, it's just a matter of time. Um, I'll come in through the back door. Nice one.
0: Nice.
1: Yep, it looks like it's a decent time to return to Steemit, because the bubble is over. In terms of the pricing.
0: What, you mean like it's continuing to drop in value?
1: No, the bubble's over for it, and you know you never really know what's going to happen, and quite frankly, I've been a little uh, wary of using Steemit in terms of uh, you know, contributing my time and you know, making things up for it. And I understand the novelty of it all, and and you know how nice it is. And I like the idea, and it's just you know I, my time is more valuable in other places, and if it's not worth itself, then why is it worth my time? So, and I just think you know it could head in a different direction at this point in terms of the uh, market cap
3: and uh, the pricing. Yeah, aside from like uh, financial value. Um... What I've found Steam to be, uh, really, really condensed, um, quality of posts. Like, it's unbelievable that it's not all plagiarism. Like, it's all so good. Like, it's all worth reading. I don't know, man. Pretty cool.
0: There is a, quite a bit of, uh, attempted plagiarism and people will get away with it but there are uh initiatives uh and like uh bots that kind of seek out plagiarism and will like downvote it significantly so that's good uh, okay.
2: that is very good i didn't realize that
0: yeah
3: we live in a world of algorithms and analytics now man
0: mm. We were talking about uh last week, uh the potential for creating our own front end for Steemit as well. Uh you basically would just take the uh Steam back end and uh Change the front end just to point uh, to you know uh, bring the Gridcoin content more to the front uh, rather than currently where you have to go to like the individual pages and oh uh, well the individual substeemit pages whatever uh, and it's not really there's no direct links in the front page to get to Gridcoin you have to know where you're going or you need to be following someone that is contributing towards uh, towards the Gridcoin community there uh, in order to see your content.
3: Yeah, I noticed they took away the ability to click the tags too.
0: To add tags.
3: To click the tags. Like when you add Gridcoin as a hashtag, uh, you can't click it unless you're inside the post now. You can't click it like in the list view.
4: That's a bit annoying.
3: Totally annoying. Especially when I'm trying to look for stuff. That totally neutered me, man.
0: You can maybe get like... uh, You can maybe make a user script uh, for like, you know... Uh, for making it a hyperlink, you know?
2: You could always make a main uh, Gridcoin blog, I suppose, as well, couldn't you?
0: What, make a a Gridcoin dedicated blog outside of uh, Steemit or on Steemit?
2: No, on Steemit.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a platform where you can repeatedly submit content to and uh, when people outvote you, you get paid kind of thing. Uh,
2: yeah, but I mean an open one, an open one that anyone can uh, comment on. Yeah,
0: totally. Uh, Startail is saying that uh, he found it quite easy to actually grab the GitHub source uh, for the front end, so you can make it quite easily uh, if anyone's interested in doing so. I've got a lot of uh, a lot on my plate at the moment, so I probably won't do so. But if you were to... Create a grid coin steam it front end, then the natural uh next step would be to create a uh a witness for steam uh basically witnesses uh you know validate transactions and they maintain the the integrity of the blockchain uh but they get paid and they get paid significant amount of vote weight uh i think it's some it's over a thousand uh steam a day just for being a witness so if you did that then uh you would bring a significant amount of uh voting uh power to the gridcoin community and uh uh I, I believe some people are even like running up vote bots so potentially with uh with that larger uh you know increasing vote weight you could uh, automatically upvote all gridcoin content that would be pretty cool
3: yeah um also, taking a nod from uh, that video that I watched yesterday, that kid that made Scream, uh, he's saving all of his upvote power uh, to transfer into money to pay for uh, VPS, like for nodes. So we could use the money from our upvotes to strengthen the Gridcoin network possibly.
0: Yeah, definitely. The only problem is that uh currently we don't we don't really have a large vote as a community. Uh I oh, no. I'd have to say that the initial voting uh sorry, the initial uh asset distribution uh for Steemit was a bit uh bit crap, to be honest. You know, it was uh initially, you know, it could have been done a lot better, especially with the whole uh yeah developing like uh project rain and stuff like that i'm looking at potentially distributing an asset to like fifty thousand people plus you know uh i think it could be done a bit better and because of that you know uh you find that individuals will have a lot of voting power uh compared to you so it's kind of like a, a lottery whether or not they're actually going to see your content and upvote you so
5: right.
0: yeah but i mean if you go to our dedicated uh pages then you know our content does you know appear there and stuff and uh if you do promote your content with like a penny then it will show up alongside everything else which is great right. uh, i don't have anything to say about that oh well i guess the initial topic because we've gone really far off tangent uh was the fact that <laughs> all, the Im- <laughs> all the images are in a central place now so grab them if you're making posts uh It'll help. Maybe, what? Maybe even putting like a you know a small uh, a footer and your just as extra advertising for Greatcoin would be quite cool. But I don't know if how the community will react to that.
3: I am going to download all said images. I am going to losslessly optimize all of the images and put them in a folder for sharing. And I will post that folder in IRC.
0: Nice one. You are doing God's work thank you sir if anyone has any uh inspiration for uh advertising banners or anything like that then go ahead and contribute as well to that fred all the, the more the merrier all right so moving on to the next topic uh is the addition of Gridcoin into the coinomi android wallet so this happened about i don't know uh sunday or monday uh, a few days ago uh we have been added to their uh, beta testing version. So it's not in the uh, the production-ready client quite yet. Soon. It'll be soon, yes. So when they've finished their testing and they're ready to actually release it to uh, the production environment, we will have to pay them. Uh, we previously did create a foundation expense, and uh, so it's just a matter of when they want to get paid. You know, uh, I think it's like $600 a year, uh, but that could be pretty good. Uh, Is Coinomi open source or not? Yes, I believe it is fully open source. I'll just double check two seconds, mate. Yeah, it's a free, secure, open source uh, wallet for altcoins and stuff. Uh, Actually, with this, uh, when they're about to go live, one of the other... uh, Work products from this will be the uh, the Electrum server for uh, Gridcoin. So what that means is that if you've got uh, another, uh, you know, uh, like Android client or some other uh, open source uh, wallet client that you've ported from, like you know, Bitcoin to Gridcoin, and it only needs an Electrum server, potentially this will now open lots of new doors, which is pretty good.
3: Yes, it is. Mm.
0: Oh, uh, the introduction of Gridcoin into Coinomi, again, will uh, increase our likelihood of being added to Shapeshift because there's uh, inbuilt Shapeshift uh, functionality in Coinomi, I believe. Uh, so that's pretty good.
2: Yeah, that is that is that is something good. I actually was going to say that uh, their customizer Shapeshift is behind all that. That's where all the coin goes. Mm.
0: I'm so hyped. In fact, uh, Gridcoin is now on the front page of Coinomi as one of the supported coins. I just, good, there, good, uh, good. I just noticed there. So that's going to be like constant advertising for anyone that's using the Coinomi wallet now. So you know, if you're storing Ethereum on there and you're scrolling past, you know, you oh, what's Gridcoin? You know, it's it's pretty cool.
2: I'll have to go and get myself a cheap Samsung. What's the one that's blowing up?
0: <laughs> Note Seven.
2: Ah the node seven I get one
4: of those two <laughs> Stick another
2: battery in
0: so with uh, you know being added to Coinomi and open ledger uh, if we get added to one of the Shapeshifter or Coinvert, uh exchanges, then we'll have created uh you know potentially a lot more uh, venues for liquidity for gridcoin in the future, which is brilliant. Uh, it's pretty, uh pretty productive couple months.
3: Back to Mercosity's point about that Note 7, Um, if you are just going to buy them cheap, to boink on them, take the battery out and plug them in through a USB port.
4: That's a very good point.
0: I bet regretting uh regretting making it an internal battery instead of external now. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Or, well, removable, that's what I mean, not
3: external battery's not removable?
0: Yeah, with the uh, since the Note 5, you can't remove the uh the the battery from the Note series. Uh you know, from the the Note 4 and previous to that, uh, it was removable, which was brilliant, but
2: uh yeah. yeah. You can remove anything from anything as long as you know how to open
0: it. Yeah, but yeah, well the hard part is
1: putting it back together.
2: But if you're boinking with it, you don't have to. <laughs>
4: Am I right or am I
2: right? Yeah, you,
3: got, you have a point.
2: Do you want to use your Konami wallet? It's sitting there.
3: Actually, even after a point, you could probably even remove the screen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Have yeah. a completely headless. You could potentially buy okay. the components, just the boards. You headless know. phones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, this is the
1: slippery slope that we, we've all seemed to go down. It's like, okay, first... I'm going to get a new computer. Oh, wait, no, wait, I'm going to get a server. No, 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 I'm going to get a video card. Oh, wait, no, I'm going to get, like, five Raspberry Pis, right?
3: (laughs) Then before you know it, you're trying to talk to your buddy through your toaster. And a (laughs) Parallela.
1: Yes, a Parallela, like, you know, all sorts of (laughs) that. That's
5: what I'm looking
0: at. I was really uh, kind of annoyed at the Parallela. They kind of came out at the beginning with, like, oh, we're going to have, like, 64 core boards, and then they discontinued them at a certain point. So it's only like the up to sixteen core boards they've got right now.
1: Yeah, well, where else are you going to get that much for, the, you know, so little power draw? That's
0: a very good point. Hopefully, they'll come out the sixty core, sixty four core uh, variation in the future. That'd make us a pretty sick cluster. Yes, sixty four core pie. Yeah, Just
2: buy four
1: of these things. It's like four hundred bucks on Amazon right now. I think.
0: It's not bad, but, if you want four. but then you, you do have to take into consideration that you're uh, not going to have a lot of compatible projects, you know, if uh, Android, you only to really get the four, you know? Honestly,
1: I've been looking at maybe, like, throwing money at a bunch of banana pies because they're a bit cheaper and you can get, like, Eight cores for like seventy five bucks and that shaves off some money for the uh the other things you need to buy, like the S D card and the power supply and all that stuff.
0: I was thinking you can do uh rather than get individual power supplies have to go into like a socket in the wall, what you could do is if you can power it by USB, then you could just get like, you know, a powerful USB hub and have a bunch of them go off that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: You could even uh, save space by making it uh, Wi-Fi. What would be brilliant is if uh, you could power it through USB-C, but then also uh, provide it like the internet over that USB-C cable uh, through the uh, the extension kind of block.
1: Or you could build something that looks like that one scene in... Uh... Quantum of Solace or something, you know that 007 movie. And I don't know if you know what I'm talking yeah. about, but 007 walks into the into the the room. And it looks like it, all these little pineapples are held together by like telephone wire. It'd
0: <laughs> yeah. be pretty cool.
1: <laughs> I'd love to do that. Just have something powered by the phone line.
0: Yeah. It'd be pretty cool if there was like a funded project for uh, a mutual kind of Boink supercomputer. Like imagine you kind of did fundraising and then got like several hundred of these individual low power devices, you know, and uh, distributed the the earnings to the users. I remember back in the past uh, that used to happen for like uh, your Bitcoin stuff, you know, like you would make a mutual uh, mining operation, you know.
1: That's sort of how P2P, or P2Pools started, right?
3: I know there was one project, uh, one of the supercomputers in particular, the blue one, I think, with the shark on it or whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it had uh, they had a page where you could suggest uh, applications to them. Maybe we should talk to them because I... I kept it in the back of my mind for something interesting, and now I have gridcoin to throw at them instead of just like you should do boink.
0: So you should call out any distributed computing or uh, HPC company on like Twitter and be like, "Yo, when you compute contributing to boink, you know, like uh, there's a few." Uh, yeah. I think it was, like, South African HPC organizations that was kind of, like, not not tr- nastily trolling, but kind of being like, yo, when are you putting uh, these to Boink, you know? And they were like, we're not. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, well.
1: Yeah, like, they're super serious on social media. They, they get all
5: insulted. That's all right. <laughs>
3: but, yeah, different cultures understand social media differently. We have... uh. The luxury of interpreting it. Mm. I'll never forget that stuff.
0: So, uh, moving on to the next topic, it was uh, potentially revisiting old threads from uh, Cryptocoin Talk, which are no longer active. Uh, potentially, this would require like some, uh, uh, you know, uh, some pre-reading before. Uh, holding in depth discussions on these. Like we could say like, alright, we'll schedule for in the future we're gonna discuss this one topic uh via mumble and I'll each get her kinda like finalized uh, uh views on uh certain topics which have uh, now died. Uh or well not they're not dead, like locked. They've just, you know, the discussion has dried up. Everyone said what they want to say, you know, and uh they kind of moved on. But the topic's still you know are relevant so I'll just quickly list off some of them that were uh, posted to the Steemit thread uh, by myself <laughs> so uh, we've got the team requirement thread we've got the voting weight balance thread that's uh, because we've not acted on it yet uh, we've got the brainstorming ideas for potential boink projects we've got a crypto coin talk thread uh, we had a successful steam thread but uh, after 30 days the steam Posts the entire thread uh, locks. So uh, I was previously le- like linking everyone directly to that one post, but you know, for like a couple of weeks, I hadn't realized that ah oh, crap, it's locked. No one can post it. So I could potentially uh, do like uh, monthly uh, brainstorming threads on Steam and uh, kind of uh, keep track of what users have suggested in the past. Uh, it could be. It could be good, especially if someone comes along that uh, has the capabilities to implement one of these ideas. They're pretty much like business plans or well ideas for potential like commercial point projects that you know could take off. Like uh, there really exists the potential for you to create like a cloud computing service, despite not having any of the uh, like you know resources to provide the service. You know, I think that's pretty powerful. That'd be a massive pitch to anyone in the cloud computing. Uh, Quez quiz is asking why are we using Steam if it locks after a while, why not just use uh CryptoCoin Talk? Because with CryptoCoin Talk, we're uh well there's all there is a thread on CryptoCoin Talk, so like when you post to one, post it to the other. But with CryptoCoin Talk, we're very much just uh talking within our own community. Whereas with Steam, you know, uh, Steam's uh like I think it's a seventy or eighty thousand uh, dollar market cap crypto. So if a whale on there sees it and uh, you know likes an idea potentially they could have the ability to implement you know a business plan but uh it's also good for like you know recruiting users uh or getting users that are outside the gridcoin community to suggest uh, uh new ideas uh why not reddit uh yeah we could do that but the /r boink uh subreddit is censoring many Crypto coin, uh, sorry, cryptocurrency uh, posts. Uh, I've had several posts uh, completely deleted and being given warnings, which is uh, kind of BS. Uh, so steam it. You've not really got yes. that. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's messed up.
1: Yes, it's not only it's not only that specific subreddit, but I think it's overall a theme across Reddit as it is that there's there's just no room for us to kind of you know, plug our grid coin if it's related, you know, and maybe maybe we could see if it could help you in terms of the things you do and you don't pay for your electricity or college, like you maybe you want to use grid coin or something. I don't know. It depends on how we sell it, right? And I think that there are a lot of locations that are better than Reddit and I think Steemit for one is a really good venue to like kinda answer Quez's, you know, question a bit more it has like that small amount of people that are actually paying attention to cryptos too so it has that target market in mind
0: yeah definitely i think it's a good idea to like say if we create a steam thread that we do post it to like uh slash our grid coin slash our cryptocurrency and even yeah throw caution to the wind and go for slash our boink and wear the guy down uh but definitely steam it. you can't really censor people well whales can, like, uh, report content for in, inappropriateness, and we did experience that with uh, a, a user, I think it was Startail or someone else had created, like, a lottery uh, post. So it was like, uh, you know, upvote this, and you'll be entered in a contest to see who wins the... Uh,
1: that was very smart.
0: Yeah, so the guy was, like, uh, he didn't like it, and he, uh, he kind of pretty much blammed it like got rid of it completely with his massive point.
1: Makes me want to make a new post have it just say test please do not upvote. Just <laughs> <laughs> see it gets me. I'm going to do that right now.
2: How about streaming uh the uh, streaming a, a an unjoinable stream of the IRC in Steam it so people can actually go in and listen to what's or watch what's going on on our IRC, and eventually you'll find people will start joining it.
0: Uh, I don't think you can... Uh, you can't really put uh, scripts into Steemit, you know, uh, on their Steemit website. Uh, if we were to create the uh, potential Steemit Gridcoin front end, like, uh, we could have, like, a tab for you to view like uh the current log for Bitcoin like the last like couple hundred posts, you know, and a big button saying, Come join us, you know, uh that's definitely something we could do. Uh potentially you could I don't even think you could uh users were saying like what if you made like an image and uh you know updated image to have like the contents uh you know change or whatever so uh that doesn't
2: that You could you could do through uh, YouTube. Just put a youtube link in and uh and run it live that way,
4: yeah, I mean yeah you could do, you could do that, yeah,
3: so I was thinking r t m p. stream and um just have like a screencast of the i r c open you could use um o b s or
2: you'd know how to do that, Reno
3: yeah, it's yeah, kind of my shit, man. <laughs> I was thinking about the whole thing while you're talking.
2: Yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's why I said it because I, I knew you'd I knew you'd pop in and say something because I know that's your side.
3: Actually, while I was watching that video of the Scream Kid, uh, I was thinking of something that I could develop on Steam, and that would kind of be something that I'm already fairly good at and know some stuff about. I know where the tools exist, at least.
2: Nice one. Well, there we go. That's a start for one. Yeah, man.
0: Uh write down all your ideas, you know. You might not like act on it now, but you might come back around to it and be like, Oh that's a you know, a cool idea. I did that. I've got a whiteboard behind me with all the uh the grid coin stuff, you know. Uh
3: oh buddy, I have stacks of paper sitting beside me. This one says Intel versus IBM. Huh? Contact Samsung. Uh yeah.
2: <laughs> excellent. Uh, so yeah,
0: uh I,
2: I wrote mine on the inside of my head <laughs>
3: so like steamcast how would we like webcam steam got to make it like stream and steam the same word because there's like a running theme of all of the apps that are built on steam they like include the word steam or rhyme with steam so do something call stream. it steam
2: call it steam
3: feed call it stream with two e's there yeah, there we are. Yeah, why
0: not? You have to act don't. quick. That's uh, probably going to be quite a sought-after name. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, going back to the list of uh, old Freds, just get out of the way. Uh, after the brainstorming of the Boink projects, it's uh, the magnitude multiplier concept, basically uh, voting for one project to earn... To distribute more rewards than another uh you know there are various reasons why you may do this you know potentially uh you want to promote computing power going to one more than another you know if you uh, like say you're a whale or whatever and you want uh more people to crunch uh you know world community grant or say you are running a point project what if you were to Buy a bunch of gridcoin, vote for your own project, and have computing power you know flock to you you know that's potentially i know it 's a very controversial because everyone's many people like the idea of like having equal rewards for all projects, but then you know uh it's cutting off a potential uh money maker within uh well I, you know it, it would create an internal economy you know an additional uh use for gridcoin you know uh basically Gridcoin could potentially uh, be a unit of uh, computing power, you know, if you hold more uh, Gridcoin, you have more computing power coming towards your project so that could be it's something worth investigating, I really have to revisit my entire stance because there's been a lot of uh, very opinionated, like, uh, against the topic uh, posts in the thread and I've not really updated my stance regarding that, so moving on Uh Unless anyone wants to say anything about that, or we'll no, we'll say all the topics and then we'll revisit whatever. Uh, there's the extending proof of research thread. So basically, uh, potentially roping uh, porting other existing distributed computing or citizen science uh, projects to the Boink platform. See if you made like a a Boink project that was able to match uh, your. I think it's Citizen Zoo or like Zoo Science or something like that. There's a website where you've got citizen science projects of like 30 different types. Say if you were to match uh, a CPID, uh, sorry, a BOINK account to the uh, the external websites, uh, you know, account. Yeah, if you were to match those two accounts and you were to able to get a verified score for the work they'd done, you could potentially reward... Uh, those users' grid coin, you know, so that's potentially something we could do in the future. Like, we could potentially rope in uh, Folding at Home if they were able to expose uh, the right information to us. Uh, moving on, there's, uh, you know, defining the foundation rules, uh, you know, potentially making it a more uh, official uh, organization. So, you know actually creating, like, the foundation and stuff like that, rather than it just being, like, a pool of, uh, coins at the moment. We could introduce, like, perhaps, uh, a multi-sig, you know, to make it more, uh, secure. Uh, it's definitely worth, uh, going into, uh, going into depth on that topic. I'm open to, you know, suggestions there. Uh, and the last, or, well, the last two we've got are, uh, potentially getting a Gridcoin coin uh, gateway onto the Ripple network. So Ripple has been added to, you know, several uh, large banks recently. Uh, they are shooting up on coin market cap. Uh, I think they're, I'll just go check. They're currently third with uh, just under $300 million market cap. So if we, potentially if we were to get a grid coin uh, Gateway onto there, you could buy Gridcoin with multiple different currencies, like uh, fiat currencies. And since they're working hand in hand with many banks, potentially, in the future, you could just move, uh, you know, cash from your bank account onto Ripple easily, and then directly change that for Gridcoin. So. That's something we could look into in the future. It's not been uh, explored in depth. It was just one idea that was uh, posted and not much kind of backing, uh, but I think it could be worth looking into, especially uh, there's also the other uh, clones of it, which were more fairly distributed in the past. Uh, Stellar, but that's down at like a uh, $16 million market cap. But, you know, multiple options are good. Uh, and the last uh, old thread was uh, potentially utilizing... Graphene blockchain in the future for Greg Coin. Uh, this was back in like 2014 when we were deciding on uh, what consensus mechanism we were going to move o- away from, uh, you know, uh, script towards. And uh, I suggested we used uh, the Bitchers toolkit, but uh, obviously went for the proof of stake uh, uh, version 2 from BlackCoin. Uh, this was just potentially, you know, uh, what if we were to like. V- you know, create a, a decentralized exchange using graphene for Gridcoin grid coin, you know, as potentially something we could do. Or what if we were able to recreate the distributed proof of research on the graphene uh, blockchain, uh, you know, uh, technology and uh, do a proof of burn over to this new system? You know, if there were uh, significant uh, performance improvements that we could realize, that could be interesting in the future. So that's the list of old threads that we could revisit in the future, or even right now uh, if anyone wants to talk about them. Uh, Design would have uh, anything they want to bring up, so I would strictly shout off them again. Uh, Team requirement, voting weight balance, uh, brainstorming point projects, magnitude multiplier, extending proof of research, utilizing graphene, foundation rules, and uh, the Ripple network.
3: Team requirement, I think we should keep, actually. Um, kind of separates us from the rest of the pack, and I don't see anybody else letting up on what they think about it. So I don't see why we should have to adjust
0: regarding the team requirement. I uh, the Fred was about sixty percent in favor of removing the uh, the requirement, but that's just from uh, a forum poll, so it's not really as reliable as say the Greg Coin decentralized. Uh, voting mechanism, but uh, I mean, currently we only really reward half a percent of the total point user base, right? Or well, of the total active point user base, which is pretty low. You know, if we were to, since we're a proof-of-stake cryptocurrency, the more users that we have wanting to go solo, the, that means that the more users are going to be buying coins, right? So say if we were to remove the team requirement and like, say, 10,000 of the 500,000 users, uh, no, 560,000 active users in Boink were to uh, sign up and buy coins, you know, that's uh, if you need like ten to 50,000 coins to stake on a daily basis, then you know, do the math, it's uh, significant buying pressure.
3: But quite honestly, trying to mitigate that with the Project Rain and stuff, aren't you? I
0: mean, yeah, I mean, uh the problem is that this team requirement, the, the justification for it is the largely is is a security deterrent. Like, say, if we've got a cheater blatantly manipulating a point project, we could, uh, you know, get a team founder to go in and kick that user from the team. But then, you know, uh, I've extensively talked about this in the past. I even created a large Steamit post, uh, which if you give a read. I'll post that. Uh, in a wee bit, in a wee bit of time, uh, but yeah, the point is that uh, say if you were to kick a cheater, they could immediately join back in. There's no perma ban mechanism. Uh, again, if you were to kick a user, they could double down their efforts and just split their CPID across to like you know if if you know an individual has like sixty percent of the or higher of the total team rack, that's obvious. But if you have that split across 20 accounts. You're never going to detect that, you know, it's only going to be if the team admin, the, the project admin comes forwards to your community and says, Hey, what's going on? You've got a lot of, uh, you know, cheers or whatever, or, uh, you know, potentially the admin takes action themselves. Uh, yeah. Regarding project rain, uh, it's really because we have the team requirement that, uh, I kind of started chasing after the idea of Project Rain because you know I I do want to rope the entire Boink uh, user base into cryptocurrency, and if you know distributing yeah. like a if I create like a five dollar asset, uh, an asset on like BitShares for like five dollars, and then it costs like ten dollars to distribute it to like fifty thousand users, that's going to be brilliant for. Uh, well, first it'd be good for the. BitShares community because there's a lot of new users being like oh what's BitShares? i'll you know get a wallet wherever you know although to be fair they'll have to provide the wallet address in the first place so it's a bit of a they'll have to you know get it before so it's not entirely a recruitment thing but um it's also good because it will get these users you know looking into cryptocurrency itself and if you type in boink and cryptocurrency Gridcoin pops up first thing you know uh I think the team founder permissions are like, you know, they're very serious. Like, I have the ability on four, uh, point projects to kick anyone from the team. I can change the team, uh, name or, you know, disband the entire team, which would cause disruption, which isn't good. Whereas if we, uh, we didn't have the team requirement, then, uh, you know, you wouldn't need to be in a team. You could be in another team, you know, uh,
3: that's a very good point.
0: And also like we do have a lot of hostility on uh obviously on team forums but on neutral places like slash arc boink I'm getting censored because I'm trying to you know promote uh, boink and grid co- uh, sorry boink and cryptocurrency they're like opposed
1: or people getting mad.
0: You're very mad. They're like you know oh, I I reject the uh, the idea of monetizing boink you know. Just
1: irrationally upset from what you've reported
3: to me anyway <laughs> just uh post the Gridcoin finance project <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry they believed it was monetizing boink why boink has done boink is free is that yeah a- i
0: mean yeah, th- well, yeah. but the thing is right so people are opposed to the monetization of boink and they think oh y- you know uh you should be contributing to boink with you know uh for free, but at the same time, you're spending money on your electricity bill in order to crunch Boink in the first place. If you're able to make up like a ten for that, that would be good, you know.
1: Yeah, it just so happens that Gridcoin is sort of attached to Boink, and it sort of spawned off of it. I-, I guess you know we're attached to it at the moment in terms of how we are crunching and how we get rewarded. And that's just how the network works right and and so it's just arbitrary for us to use it, and people get upset
3: like the sheer money aPC has spent on ducting a wallet <laughs> to wonder he can eat
0: but i mean the the image that uh that we give across to users and other teams is that we're a competitor to their team, right, so they potentially see us as the enemy, so they'll never you know consider buying gridcoin potentially, you know.
1: Yeah, they just won't touch it because it sticks to them.
0: Mm. Like, I've even been... Uh, I got banned from the uh, the hard form. The, it's uh, distributed computing and, like, you know, uh, IT uh, component review website and stuff. Uh, yeah, I was, like, promoted Gridcoin there and instantly banned, which kind of sucked. Uh,
2: you were banned? Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that.
0: To be fair, it was a new Gee, account. I don't
4: believe that.
2: That, that's 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 wrong.
0: Well, it's just the thing. It, it, it technically was a team forum, so they see it as team poaching and like spam kind of thing. Whereas if we didn't have the team requirement, you know, we could potentially uh, break away from that stigma of. Oh, I'm not going to touch it because it's a competitor. I don't want to see it. Succeed. It was like no warning though for you though, right?
2: Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. You know, you, you can't you can't. <laughs> that's like a Second Amendment thing, isn't
0: it? Mm-hmm. Uh, King, like uh no it was like an outright just straight up ban uh it was like a new account oh. so yeah so i've kind of like st- st- uh, stayed away from the individual boink threads uh, but like again that that view against uh Gridcoin means that we won't have the word of mouth marketing between boink users right so look at like uh linus tech tips right massive youtube following uh they've got their own boink team They've got dedicated boink and distributed computing uh build videos but they've n- but yeah. they've never mentioned gridcoin obviously they'll have heard of it hopefully but the fact is maybe they have some. maybe but you know if there wasn't the team requirement potentially they would be recruiting their entire team towards it and you know uh you never know if some of these guys are like uh Fiat whales you know or yeah whales and other cryptocurrencies that could bring significant buying pressure, you know?
2: But there's nothing that w- surely, surely there's nothing wrong with joining more than one team.
0: I was thinking about this the other day. Like if it could be I could potentially make it uh allow users to join more than one team in the Project Rain uh project, but at the moment it's only one team per uh User uh, on all current Boink projects. I think it's very mo- that if you were to uh,
1: one two per CPID. Yeah.
5: Specifically.
0: If you were to change that, that could potentially break all the the like uh, third party statistics websites. You know.
1: Yeah, and it it's just not how Boink works, right? You just need to make a new CPID if that's how you you would want to go about. You know getting that other thing
0: switched. Mm. I mean, ultimately, for me, it boils down to we should be rewarding the other 99.5% you know, of bank users.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I agree with 100%. There must be a way around it.
0: Well, the main difficulty lies in uh, currently we don't need to track too much data. Uh, we only need to track just the Team Gridcoin uh, buying statistics. So that's only a few, a couple thousand users that we track in the uh, the neural network. Now, if you were to extend the neural network from like the current two thousand to like a hundred thousand, you are going to run into problems. You know, like uh, how are we going to store that on the uh, the blockchain, and uh, how are we going to, instead of downloading, you know, uh,
2: and that, did- and that's
0: where graphene comes in. Potentially, yeah. I mean, if there are limitations,
1: yeah, that would be how far along down the road. Because uh, I would, uh, I can only imagine that scaling to a hundred thousand users doesn't happen overnight, unless you are like getting a spot on the morning news.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you say that, but at the same time, like last year when we first tried out uh, the point stats advertising, we were getting thirty to forty users a day joining Team Gridcoin, right? So what if there was no team requirement back then? Like, would there have been a far higher amount of users joining the Gridcoin network and joining the neural network rather than just joining the team, you know? Uh...
2: Surely we can say we, we're we happy if you uh, are in more than one team. We ourselves.
3: <sighs> yeah. To be fair, I um, I'm happy where I am now, but I totally did hesitate. I was I wasn't like super duper excited to leave my existing team behind. Mm.
0: You know, a, a quite a few users have switched teams in order to join the Gridcoin network. Uh, someone said this is that's potentially where uh, the graphene uh, technology would come into play. Uh, that could be good for uh, scaling up. If say. Uh, Instead of having every single user that is running the gridcoin uh, windows client uh, currently you know every user in the windows client uh, helps create the neural network right by downloading the files and it's like a couple gigs uh, you download a day uh if it was just like a hundred delegates who were uh, voted into place who are trusted you know users in the community uh, that had uh, souped up uh machines dedicated for this purpose uh, we could scale up to uh, significant numbers but yeah I mean that's a completely different project and you know it's just like a kind of brainstorming thing rather than uh, a serious proposal at this point point. and that's
2: not a bad proposal I mean I'm sure there are, I mean, the, the, the question you need to ask there is how many processes do you need and, and how much space that's all it is hmm It's, it's nothing more than that. It, does, it doesn't matter what it's on.
1: Yes. Now, now, you could potentially have it, like, be even maximum performance and have this be in a different sort of a package distribution sort of setting, have it in a tier. That's how I can imagine it. Because, uh, you know, eventually there would be a operating system released for this.
0: <laughs> well, a couple a couple of the community members are discussing uh, you know, the creation of a BOINC uh, operating system. I think it's the Italian build uh, ISO.
1: Yeah, well it's not so much a BOINK operating system as much as it is envisioned like a an all in one
3: package. Yeah, that's true. Right. We can remove stuff too though, was the it's a good thing about it being in Gentoo.
0: Uh, Quez is saying that before we remove the requirement we would need more pools, uh, at least five more because of the current uh, maximum of 20k magnitude. Yeah, uh, if we created the the open source pool uh, kit, then yeah, I think we'll see potentially uh, for individual teams, you know, uh, there being pools created and if we get like, you know, dozens of pools, that'd be huge press for Gridcoin, you know?
2: Yeah, there's so many, so many directions to go. Uh, you know, this is the thing. You've got, all of, you've got all of this here, and what we really need to do is, uh, and I know it sounds very trite to say this, but we need to create some sort of landmark where we are now and where we're going to, and get those all those dots in and join them.
0: Well, Like a roadmap kind of thing?
2: Yeah, that's what we need. We need that now, right now. That's that's the most important thing. You, if you're going to do something, you need a plan. And at this moment in time, we don't seem to have a plan, um, a, a strategy. Yeah, I mean it's there. <laughs> the, the, the the imagination is there, but where you know there's nothing that's mapped out step by step. And I know it sounds really silly, but that's the way we work as human beings. You're right. It's
0: it's true i mean like uh ultimately it would be great if uh rob would participate in these uh mumble sessions even if it was just uh you know typing in the chat if he didn't want to speak uh to give some insight in what he believes uh our roadmap would be i believe he's interested in doing the whole uh you know hedge fund for Gridcoin coin and stuff like that i have no idea about that uh ultimately if we're
2: well well, what happened with the last change he definitely listens to what's said in these mumbles you think so oh yeah absolutely absolutely he was ahead of the ball there
0: Hmm. well I mean in terms of like you know uh, putting uh, plans in the future for what we're going to do that ultimately relies on us having consensus on what we're going to do and see these old threads that we're you know revisiting right now uh the discussion stagnated and we didn't really have a concluding kind of we didn't really have a conclusion what the outcome was you know uh, team requirement open ended yeah the Fred was more towards opening it but at the same time there's limitations in it uh, like the magnitude multiplier was heavily discussed or well he- it was kind of negatively received and stuff like that so potentially that's not going to happen Uh abc just left there it's gotta go uh so yeah i mean Bye. participating in these threads and uh bringing them up again and like uh i've i've been creating kind of like uh refined stances on each of these individual threads on steam so that you can kind of like uh, take your way from it and uh Ultimately, I don't really want to put some of these to a vote because it could, you know, be community splitting to a certain degree. But uh, you know, maybe there's something we could do. Uh, Does anyone have anything to say about any of these other uh, old threads?
3: Is it um, paper wallet?
0: I believe there is a, a paper wallet website which you can use. I've not personally used it, but it should work.
3: Who made it? No idea. See, that's what's up. Yeah, I mean... We need to make... Now,
0: look, if you want to know how to do this,
1: then there's information online on how to use the Bitcoin code to print shit to, to, like, a paper wallet format. And it's just very easy. And you can also make your own QR codes
5: as
3: well. The reason I ask is because I saw that the banks are looking to do away with paper money altogether. Probably for the bear. Well, so how am I going to buy weed? <laughs> Monero. <laughs> yeah, control. <laughs> exactly. Complete control. More control. Well, that's why IBM and Goldman Sachs et al. have been showing lots of interest in blockchain technology because they're looking at taking away our ability to buy anything but products.
2: Yeah, that's like the Deloitte's here in, uh, in Ireland. They have now become the blockchain kings. Terrific. And uh, they're taking over seriously. I'm not joking. Fucking they've gangsters. attracted all. they they attracted all of the uh, top blockchain uh, guys here. There was a big conference here in June. There was about 500 people at it. All blockchain, all financial services. Jeez.
0: I mean, ultimately, like uh, F King Lag was saying, that if there's an implementation of it for Bitcoin, then it's uh, applicable to Gridcoin because uh grid coins based on uh bitcoin to a certain degree uh that applies to everything for bitcoin up until like you got to compare like the uh the versioning like at a certain point uh, we will become incompatible with uh, software that's built for bitcoin uh until we significantly change uh the grid coin client by in- inheriting uh bitcoin changes but uh that could mean like if you see uh like you know, a Bitcoin Java library or programming library for uh, Bitcoin. Then, yeah, it could also apply for Gridcoin with a wee bit of tweaking.
1: I think that there are a ton of people coming out of this space of becoming blockchain consulting people or whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a company here in Dublin called Blocksmiths. Um, do consulting, and they're they're. Um, I'm trying to think. They're um, F if I'm right. Uh,
0: you know, contributing to an altcoin like uh, like Gridcoin is probably pretty good for your CV if you're interested in becoming like a, a blockchain developer, like consultant or whatever, you know?
1: That's quite true. Yeah. If, especially if you're here to contribute and develop in the Gridcoin community.
2: Yeah, it's a learning thing. I mean, I, I don't, think there's anyone here who can actually truly say they did not learn something new today?
0: No, definitely not. Sure. Good stuff. Yep. I mean, you're saying like, uh, you know, all the banks are starting to come out with their own uh, digital currency uh, systems. And it's like, yeah, they're they're waking up to the reality of uh, the current fiat systems are starting to show holes and potentially going to collapse.
1: Even if people don't see it. Even if people don't see it, right? Because people will argue with you, you know, and at the same time, we're kind of seeing these chips being used in their credit card readers, and uh, that's that's their very initial, you know, uh, what is it, bodge improvement on, on things, just because they were regulated to do so.
3: But they're, like, the um, United States, for example, is so behind on that technology, like, Canadian debit cards and credit cards have had those chips for like at least the past decade, I think. And uh, um, they can be hacked like crazy now. All you have to do yep. is program that chip to be that person's banking info or <clears throat> to, to be that person's uh, – to be whatever pin you want. Then you pop the fucking chip into the person's card – and then the banking info matches the strip or whatever. And then, fuck, it's like fucking easy.
4: Is it
1: RFID?
3: Uh, Well, there's the tap stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know some of the cards come with that, perhaps.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, credit cards are far from tamper-proof. Far from it. No matter whether they're magstrip or whatever, I mean, the old magstrip was, was, was a joy to work with. It's 16 numbers.
3: Like, <laughs> crazy. Uh, oh no, 16 random numbers. Nobody will figure that out. Oh, not even random. The first four are always 5314 if it's a freaking MasterCard. Okay, cool. Uh- like, come on, man. The, the age we live in now your credit cards basically worthless we should be moving towards whatever that european model was i heard about where they make like basically one use credit cards they issue you a number and that's it
0: huh. yeah. uh ultimately i think it's a positive thing that banks and stuff are uh, moving towards uh, digital currency cuz they're like take, starting to seriously take it like quite seriously now, uh, and we've been ahead of the curve to a certain degree. We've been around for a couple of years, and some many banks don't have any blockchain technology at the moment. Uh, you know, these could be potential uh, investors in the future. You never know if they start uh, branching out. Yep. Still though. This is my bank.
3: Still mm. though. That's
0: kind
1: of the whole idea behind this technology anyway. A lot of people are, are saying that. they sell, They say that to sell the Bitcoin idea to people that you can be your own bank.
3: Yeah.
4: People used to say that shit.
3: And like a bank, you can suffer crazy economic fallout, except the bank, the friggin' government won't have a bailout package ready for you. In fact, um, Canada, I just learned in August, uh, Trudeau's last expense package, he slipped in somewhere like on the 2000th line or something. Um, that Canada can, the Canadian government can now seize your assets in times of crazy war or whatever. Same thing here in the USA. Yeah. We're, we like to follow what you guys do.
1: Yep. When Uncle Sam runs out of money, he might come knocking down on your door.
2: But then again, we have the other side. Uh, anyone been watching Bitfinex?
0: <laughs> yep. I mean ultimately with uh with cryptocurrency, they can't seize your funds because they don't have the uh the private keys fair enough they could like put, they could potentially yeah. knock down your door and like seize it that way if they were really serious, but you know at that point maybe consider moving country
1: I like that method that that's pretty much the only method that's truly effective if you really know how to work it I guess and I've heard it called the the wrench method before, and yeah. I know that you could definitely uh brute force someone's wallet. Or uh, you know, do something very invasive to, to someone's computer and figure it out that way, or yeah, social engineering.
2: Not sure. Mm. Ah, oh, you, hi- you can hide. You can hide. You can hide. You can hide your wallet on the web anyway.
3: Where though? The they can crack SSL encryption like on en route now.
2: Oh, you move it from one place to to the next to the next to the next, and then yes, all you do just remove. Just rem- remove or erase what's come behind you. That's it. I suppose. Still, though,
0: you could store like your uh, your wallet the dat file on like uh, an encrypted cloud computing plat- or well, cloud uh, storage platform, and uh, you know, go between countries and just log it, log back in, and move your funds. You know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Funds, you know? Yeah, that's the way it works. That's what, how, Why the internet is so wonderful.
3: Yeah.
1: It's sort of anonymous.
3: I don't even know that anonymity matters. I think the ability to track things in a proper way is good enough. And then we can all like start worrying about real things and judging people as people. Once we're not worried about where all the money's going, because we know where all the money's going. We can see right here, the money went there like that. uh, Follow my vote thing that custom Miner and I were talking about Mm. last night. Uh, Graphene based blockchain voting system for elections um brilliant you can watch the that votes. would be amazing you, you can see it, it exists man it's real it's right now it's like follow my org or something it's amazing
1: oh i see so it's like it's sort of in beta
3: well it's <laughs> the only it's just because the government hasn't accepted it yet i'm sure it works exactly yeah, as it I mean, says though. it does it's like
1: it sounds like a very nice uh, consensus, and it's secured by whatever means, and I just think that it's very cool that that exists.
3: Yeah, man, me too. I wanted to make that, and then there it is. So now all I have to do is promote it, so there you go.
0: Yeah, it's very much so in... Today, I learned. <laughs> it's very much so still in development. Uh, it has been for a, a year or two at this point, Uh potentially we could hold uh you know uh grid uh votes on there as well you know just for a laugh and potentially to bridge communities again you know yeah man mm. that
3: guy seemed pretty cool and reasonable like in his youtube video or whatever and i'll write that before my vote thing down
4: yeah totally
0: all right cool so the next topic was uh suggested by pepperino uh He's basically saying uh should we register a company or LLC for legal purposes, like uh email marketing in the UK, uh BOINK project legalities, uh and uh whose name would it be under and stuff. So last week uh we were talking about uh you know, brainstorming Boink projects and like the uh the bank project for password uh recovery came up, you know, and uh we've also been talking about the fact that uh with the email marketing campaign, we'll need to hear to, like, EU uh, spam laws, which are extremely prohibitive. Uh, it was something crazy, like, a couple hundred, several hundred dollars per user per instance of spam if it was de- deemed oh so, God. you know. So, wow. yeah, it, it was kind of like... first The first shock was, my home address is on this, not sending it. The second shock, digging into it was, oh, my God, I could lose my shirt for this, you know, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, so, re- yeah...
1: Your pants, your socks, I don't know what else. (laughs) Your skin.
0: But regarding email marketing campaigns, I went onto the team... uh, There's a team founders mailing list uh, where team founders can discuss topics, and someone had previously created this tool for uh, extracting the emails from uh, public XML uh, and, like, you know, sending emails out, and people were, like, freaking out, like, saying, oh, it's, it's spam, you should be doing that and stuff, but then it does... It does bring into the... It does open a a big question of, like, uh, the email founder is only able to contact you uh, via email through the, like, you know, the member list and the team founder, like, uh, admin panel, right? So... The Boink project is providing the team founders this uh, these email addresses, but the, by doing so, they're putting these team founders in a very difficult legal position, right? So it's like, okay, so in order to email these guys in the first place, uh, the majority of these guys won't know that I have access to their email address, right? Despite having agreed to it in the past, their immediate l- response is going to be like, a quite negative potentially like this is spam or whatever and pro accusations so potentially something we could do is uh i've kind of put off just because i've been busy is uh create a post in this uh, team founders uh, mailing list regarding the you know the legalities of uh emailing your team members and the uh you know the regulatory uh legal issues the team founder is placed under potentially uh and maybe work towards uh an inbuilt messaging system. So what would be way better is if I could go into the admin panel and just do message entire team and it sends a, a private message, you know, rather than having to manually extract the email addresses from this table. And, you know, uh you know, potentially put myself at legal risk or having to create a company in order to send these emails. So that's something that I'll definitely look into.
2: Uh, what about messaging on the uh, on the Boink um the, the front page of it, you know, where SETI um, messages and uh, WCG Notice. and the rest
3: and the notices, yeah, uh,
2: yeah, and the notices. We side. can't
0: send notices through that. It's only the uh, project admins that can do that. And projects try and well, up until now, have been quite. Uh, team uh neutral with uh regards to gridcoin and that they don't really engage gridcoin that much prime example is world community grids. We were talking about the uh the the team requirement and like where or not that was deterring participation from BOINT projects and they said that they didn't get involved in t- individual team matters and stuff uh you know, so I doubt we'll have access to that notice mechanism, unfortunately. Uh, it could be worth uh, contacting uh, project admins and you know uh, seeing if they will send out a notice, saying, "Hey, our project's whitelisted in gridcoin, go check it out. If we get one project to do that, well: yeah. Yeah, but we don't even have to do
2: that. Don't even have to do that. Just put, put our coin on, on, on one corner. That's <laughs> it.
1: Now we could do it because, you know, we could get a yo-yo Rankin involved, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, the yo-yo guy and cosmology, and even uh, those yo-yo and cosmology are the most directly connected to uh, uh, Gridcoin. Second up from that would be the and Craft guys. Uh, you know I can't remember the exact name off the top of my head what project they are for uh but they have two BOINK projects uh and they could potentially also you know put uh, gridcoin logos on their front page uh in the past, the rich and craft guys have shown off gridcoin at like uh their BOINK conferences and they accept it yeah indeed, so that could be definitely a route we could go down uh if we did manage to convince a, a project admin to uh, send out a notice about Gridcoin, that'd be huge, because if it's, if they've got, like, 50,000 users, then that's, you know, that's pretty good advertising for Gridcoin.
2: Yeah, you could just have a coin on there that was active with a link behind it, and that's it. It's a shame we don't have, like,
3: a really active community member in Germany, because they had the Oktoberfest there, and if we could... Uh, spend some grid coin on beer and make a Steemit post about it, I'm sure that would be pretty successful.
0: Well the uh the block guys are often in Germany for uh well they're based in Germany, uh, the blockpay guys.
1: They wanna do something like
0: that, don't they? Well they they, they attended the Oktoberfest uh, you know, event and they had like a a, a bar uh, with block pay enabled so you could pay in like Multiple, multiple, different assets. So potentially we could, we could pay for beer through BlockPay, uh, using the Open.GRC token. You know, so that could be a potential thing in the future. We do have quite, a, we do have quite a large uh, German Gridcoin community. So potentially we could have attendance in German relief events in the future.
2: Buy them around the drinks, the whole place.
1: Yeah, Rhino and I will
4: come. Over.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
3: Actually, I kind of quit drinking. I haven't drank for like three weeks now. Nice uh, man. Nice. Yeah, no. Uh, the booze and pharma industry are teaming up against weed and making me pick sides. Man, I was fine doing both. Uh, <clears throat> weed never tried to make me quit drinking. Anyway, um, Trader Man was asking. Speaking of the Open GRC asset, I'm not sure we actually discussed it. I might be lazy. Why the G- Open GRC asset? isn't listed um, by default on open ledger that you have to search from the front page I guess
0: I uh, I believe on the very front page of uh, the when you get to the open ledger interface like uh, you know you've logged into the client and stuff I think it's like the highest traded uh, assets are on that front page and if you go to just immediately go to the open ledger info page where it's like the the index page before you get to the open ledger wallet uh there are several coins listed that uh shown there like their locals. I've asked Ronnie about that he said uh, yeah we will be adding gridcoin there, so that's some free publicity but in terms of uh in terms of getting gridcoin uh you know added to the front page of uh the f- of open ledger that's something we could do if we created our own gridcoin uh web wallet. Or our own Gridcoin uh, customized BitShares client. So, if we were to do that, they're both open source, right? So, if you take the web client, uh, there's a couple really good uh, t- tutorials on Steemit it by iHashFury. I'll link them in the chat in a second once I stop ranting. But uh, basically, you can you can host a web wallet really easily. Uh, and what you could do is you could make it. Gridcoin coin dominant so like every uh you could have like grid coin to bit sh- uh red, grid coin to bit shares and to uh steam bitcoin and like our most related cryptocurrencies uh you know on the front page and have it all uh grid coin uh, themed and stuff uh the only problem with actually hosting that in the first place uh this is Bang on topic, uh creating a limited company, you would potentially be uh putting yourself at risk if you were to just host it, you know, without creating a company. Because uh whilst uh your users would be storing their wallets uh details on their own computer, say if they fucked up and they destroyed their funds, right? They might come after you legally uh being like, Oh, my coins are gone or whatever and try and like sue you. And if you're not uh if you're not like Backed by a limited company, then they may sue you personally. And I mean, fair enough. It's it's just like a, a risk thing. It's definitely worth looking into creating a uh, a web wallet, uh, customized for Gridcoin. Uh, it'd be a really cool development, uh, and it's gonna like an open idea for anyone wants to tackle it. Um,
2: Having a limited company doesn't protect you. Um customizer Uh, it doesn't protect you at all whether you have a limited company or an unlimited company whether you whether you're in it or out of it it makes no difference they will still get the money that they want to get
0: yeah to a certain degree but isn't it isn't it the case that say if uh, if your company goes bankrupt then you know that won't personally affect you they won't come after like your house and stuff like that you know
2: no, they still can do that. They, this is the whole thing. You, you have to realize it's got so bad now that they actually can. They can come after everything that you own.
0: Limited company means nothing anymore.
3: You need to get an LLC in Delaware, man. That's what's up.
0: Definitely. I still think it's better than not having one in the first place. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I think a good stepping stone would be to create our own customized uh, front end for the BitShares client. Uh, that could be good the only difficulty would be like keeping it uh, maintained like say if you were to fork the bitshares client and make the customizations uh if it wasn't just a skin that you could apply to the bitshares client so like changes they made uh would be automatic you would have to inherit those changes and stuff uh but that both through the customized web wallet or a customized standalone bitshares client we could have our own uh you know have the gridcoin assets more prominently displayed. Uh, at the moment, you do have to go through, like, you know, you have to search for the uh, trading pair, like grid, open.grc to open.efer or whatever.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, OpenEdge really is just back-end. It's
0: back-end, and it's also our bridge onto the grid coin, sorry, onto the BitShares uh, platforms basically i've explained this in the past but for anyone listening what it means is that uh they act as the middleman for uh for getting Gridcoin onto the bit shares platform so i give open ledger uh one Gridcoin; they give me back one open.grc token and that represents a Gridcoin, and i can trade that with any uh of the trading pairs uh, on uh the BitShares platform uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, an exchange-backed asset. You get back in return, you know.
2: Yep. Yeah. So it really is. So what, what you're really talking about here is building building a front end with a with a GUI on the front end. Yeah,
0: I mean, we could still utilise the open ledger bridge. Uh, you don't have to use the open ledger web wallet in order to deposit Gridcoin onto a BitShares client, because all BitShares clients have the ability to utilise the open ledger bridge and there's also like it's if you're interested in becoming a bridge you could do so quite easily it's all open source you know there's also a couple other uh, companies like uh, blocktrades.us that offer these kind of uh, uh, bridging services I mean at the moment we've got the one that's pretty good at the moment we don't really need to go down the route of getting more and more unless uh, bit really takes off you know
2: now you're right there I wrote it down anyway cool cool cool
0: So yeah, uh, just concluding the limited company stuff. So other reasons why I'd be looking into it is uh, for uh, if I create a Steam or BitShares Witnesses, uh, like, you know, uh, doing so behind a company would allow me to, like, seek funding for uh, the computing hardware and stuff uh, legally and uh, handle the tax correctly. Uh, Same for... uh, Want to make the uh, project rain, point project. It's like, it's a bit of a gray area. Like, I am not going to be the one issuing assets, you know, uh, but at the same time, uh, yeah, it's a big project. I'm going to have, you know, many users. It's uh, quite a bit of risk. So, and also, uh, yeah, the email marketing campaign stuff. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. moving on, unless anyone wants to discuss that in further. Alright, so the last topic that was suggested in the uh, Steam RSVP thread is by uh, Gridcoin Man, and his topic suggestion is that uh, now that we have an Android wallet for Gridcoin, maybe we should start advertising to Android users specifically with the Gridcoin, sorry, uh, the Coinomi wallet and the pool. Uh, The setup process for new users should be uh, potentially easier. Uh, There's more than 1.4 billion Android users, uh, you know, as potentially a lot of Gridcoin users. uh, It'd be good if there were more uh, projects dedicated to uh, utilizing uh, mobile phones, especially if it was like uh, sensor networks and stuff like that, you know. Uh, Phones are starting to come with crazy sensors. It'd be really cool if uh, phones had like uh, Geiger counters in the future, you know, if we could tap into that, that'd be brilliant.
3: Might be good for uh, Quake Catcher, actually, because for whitelisting Quake Catcher, we could whitelist it, uh, suggest just mobile use for people that don't. don't We're don't.
1: like so much closer to having tricorders.
3: That's what they're modeling everything after. But that's like, the idea, I
4: think. That's where it came from. Mm.
0: But yeah, I mean, uh, the- the topic of advertising so uh, how would we go about doing so uh, Vortek was saying we could potentially target various Android websites via uh, Google AdWords but it's quite expensive uh, and it might be easier to just advertise directly on the Boing Stats websites you know uh, potentially we could advertise on forums you know uh, I think it I think it would be a, a good idea to revisit uh, advertising on BoinkStats Stats uh it isn't as uh, effective as it has been in the past. I think it'd be a lot more effective if, again, if we didn't have the team requirement and we, we kind of expressed that.
3: Uh could do a spam campaign on, like, Tom's hardware asking questions about Gridcoin or something. <laughs> How to set it up.
0: Well, I mean, I think they even have uh, their own Boink team as well. It uh, might be viewed as Team Fortune, which kind of sucks. You know, it can't go to the main, like... Uh, Computing forums and talk about Gridcoin because people will get angry and stuff, which sucks.
1: We're just gonna get banned from Boink. It's too bad. You can't ban us from Boink.
4: Why oh, you can't ban us from Boink?
0: Yeah, Quays was saying that uh, Quake Catcher was removed from the whitelist uh, because cheating was potentially possible and. uh...
1: And location.
0: Yeah, my main concern was the fact that they were broadcast... Like, they had, like, a map up on the front page saying, like, uh, you know, pointing to each individual uh, quake catcher user, you know, like, whether or not quakes were happening in that area. But at the same time, you're just... You're placing a... a...
1: It it had your neighborhood and, like, your neighbors, too.
0: Yeah, it's not brilliant. It it would be great if it was...
2: You're going around with a beacon on your head.
0: It'd be cool if we...
2: here I am! Here I am! Yeah,
0: no. Uh, yeah, not a fan. If it was anonymized, you know, or if it was made less uh, uh, targeted, if they, you know, zoomed out several miles or whatever, then it could potentially be, you know, uh, a lot better. Uh, m- maybe it's worth approaching them with these concerns and proposing that we open uh, white whitelist them in the future, maybe?
5: Yes,
1: only for the Whole transparency that they have involved in in terms of the the client locations. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: It's like saying, "Here is my data center."
2: Yeah, <laughs> here's where to rob, guys. Oh, here's where I'm not at. You're at my house. You're not there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you imagine? Like you just pipe everything through a VPN anyway and see where it, where it points you on Quakecatcher.
2: Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. It's a good point.
1: I'm not sure if the person
4: who runs that project is all that concerned, anyway.
0: If it ain't broke. Mm. Uh, Trader Man is saying, how about we get a professional Android uh, Gridcoin explainer video on YouTube? Uh, it could be good uh, promotion in numerous ways. Uh, get Pepper to do it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that'd be yeah. very good. <laughs> You're right. We should. We
0: could, I mean, if... It, we could each, you know, create new content, you know, showing off, like, uh, the new wallets or open ledger, how to trade grid coin and stuff like that. You never know, like, a couple of years' time it might have been viewed several thousand times, you know? She
3: said she'll do it.
0: Hey, that'd be quite cool.
3: Yeah, we, we already are set up with, like, the... Stuff. So yeah, we'll make a video.
0: Put a uh, foundation expense in for it, man. You know, make a thread for it instead.
3: I already have all the stuff, man. We got lighting and webcams and all that. Yeah, oh, but like, your time as well would be good. What about it?
4: Like, it's valuable, isn't it? So, uh,
3: we all have time, man. Whatever.
4: I guess. Fair enough.
3: can make a sandwich, I could help Gridcoin <laughs> type <of> stuff. <laughs> Uh, seriously, I just wasted two days of my life, uh like, you know, trying to get a handle on a needless ransomware attack. So I'm not too worried about a couple hours of nothing. We could do up a quick script, you know, try to make it not pretentious and mm. put on some pretty makeup. Because she actually does know a significant amount of stuff about the crypto community and how everything works now. It doesn't have to
1: be like that, though. We could have it animated,
3: too. That's true. Truth.
1: Like, if if she doesn't want to do that, we could just have her voice if we really wanted to.
3: Do you know an animator? Because I'm not good at that.
1: Uh, infographic?
3: Yeah. Fine.
4: I mean, how cheap do we want to
1: be? Not cheap okay let's not be cheap then let's like raise some money let's like pay someone to do an animation because i've done this before like i wrote copyright for this one cork coin video i'll I'll link
0: it right now
3: Ooh, ooh, we could get the person whoever makes the animation to render the video on burp
0: definitely we could do that
3: tie in boom
0: i was thinking it would be quite uh quite a bit of a laugh would be uh create videos for like individual boink projects kind of like uh, satire stuff you know like uh like i'm doing science for world community grid and like mixing and vials and stuff like that science you know nice. <laughs> i like that
2: anime versions
3: <laughs> no that's an awesome idea that's kind of the stuff that we were gonna do um our old point team was called Quantum Cult. I think I might have mentioned that our last chat. Uh, it was just going to be porn for science. <laughs> That's what we ended up turning it into. But uh, yeah, no, it was bridged off of Pepper's original idea of the Quantum Cult, where she wanted to have like a church where everybody wore lab coats and you know greeted each other with a chant of science or whatever lit- litanic praise. Awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, we're going to promote <laughs> science <laughs> through the world as, like, a new uh, religion.
0: Cool. you protein folding. You're just folding making uh, right mats. Man.
3: So, yeah, we were going to do crazy promotional campaigns and stuff. Uh, 3D printer, microscope, telescope, report our findings, stuff like that. But we've kind of skewed into other things lately. Not worrying so much about the show we used to do a lot more interesting shows, but now with me doing the crypto stuff and her doing the shows by herself, it's hard to put all of our effort into everything, but if we collaborated more, we could pull out something pretty cool I'm sure cool okay sounds like fun, especially if you brought on, like an animator or something like who doesn't like cartoons
1: yeah, I mean, I could probably try to backtrack where you know we looked for an animator for this one video i linked in, in chat here because it it's sort of like the uh whatever the the we like coins or whatever video is it's pretty simple and it it's uh, really short and gets the point and like uh it took a, a fair amount of time for a bunch of people and i to work on the copyright just to Boil down all this stuff to, like, less than two minutes.
3: Yeah, I think we can make, like, vines and stuff, too. Like, what CustomMiner was saying. Uh, I don't know, like a vial mix. Or show, uh, I don't know, man, like, spinning fans in a computer or something.
0: Yeah, man, sounds good.
3: Simple stuff. Doesn't have to be super thought out it just has to be a thing and there and at a cool angle that it catches people's attention like what's that and they click it
0: that's all I you like need. that idea but yeah if you do need like funding for like uh you know props or anything like that like uh definitely go through the foundation for that
3: <laughs> okay my mind's going wild <laughs> don't do that <laughs>
0: I just posted in the uh, the chat there my stance on the team requirement. Uh, that's kind of like my, my final stance regarding it. It's quite a bit of a, a long post if anyone's interested in it. So, yeah, uh, that is the end of the, uh, the list of topics suggested uh, in the RSVP fed. Uh If anyone has anything to say, uh, it's kind of like an open floor at this point, uh, for a wee moment, unless anyone has... Nothing to say. Anyone? Go once.
2: I sort of burned out.
0: Oh, is <laughs> well, posting, uh, the current results of the splash screen images. So the current, uh, it looks like the current, uh, winners are, uh, the transparent kind of, uh, splash screens, uh. Can't remember the name just off the top of my
5: head. quickly open this.
3: I actually like Mercosity's um, world domination one there.
0: If you're compiling the wallet, you one can use any, you know? Oh, I know. Yeah, so Galactic Trio Rayon, uh, both his submissions have been upvoted the most, followed by uh, Fresh Fund, Hup dewop uh, Erkin uh, and Mercosity. So uh when we posted when I posted the uh the poll uh you know on Steam and CryptoCoin Talk there was a bit of a backlash like oh, I don't like any of them or ever and uh you know there's too many uh options and potentially there should be like uh, options to say none or continue creating them. So potentially what they were asking for like a second Poll on it. Uh, we could potentially take like the top 10 uh, users uh, from this current poll and, uh, you know, ask them to maybe uh, polish their final, uh, you know, version. And then we'll just have another uh, informal poll and then go forward. It. it shouldn't have been, uh, you know, taken as seriously as it was. Uh, but uh,
3: no. yeah. Yeah, some people got pretty chapped <laughs> yeah. on that freaking thread I read that I, I like actually how it ended up working out everybody kind of came to terms and um, like I know probably being a part of the conversation it was more heated and you like felt the weight of the typing you were doing uh, but from the outside it looked like pretty ordered and nice like you guys worked it out okay and I like the decision of uh you know Finality doesn't have to be so final,
0: yeah, I mean we could potentially cycle through uh splash screens every couple months, you know I start saying if anyone noticed that we're ending in uh first first place for point competition these days, you know uh that's just the the way it is these days uh we're number one in the world for overall point contribution uh in terms of daily rack which is awesome. I mean, this this point last year, we were like, I don't know, sixth or eighth, so we bumped significantly, which is brilliant. Uh, we're continuing to uh, accelerate this uh, direction. And uh, I mean, ultimately, I think a lot of the reason why users want the... You know, our passion of it, keeping the team requirement is that, you know, in the past we didn't have this position, you know, we uh, we weren't number one. But now we are, we've achieved it, you know. Uh, it's the kind of payoff of is it better to be number one or is it better to be uh to have a larger user base using the actual
5: cryptocurrency, you know?
0: And goals change. Oh, Chairman's uh, saying, uh, remember to vote for votes at uh, Coin Foundation expense. Uh, so, there's a community member that regularly attends uh, cryptocurrency uh, conferences and uh, gives talks and stuff. So, he's currently in a, a hacker conference uh, in Prague uh, alongside several other large. Uh, well-known, you know, uh, cryptocurrency users like uh, Andreas Adamplos or well the second name there, you know uh, so that could be good for Gridcoin if we regularly have someone talking in front of, uh, you know uh, in front of uh, cryptocurrency uh, companies and uh, influential people you know, it could be good, and potentially like, you know Uh, As Gridcoin gets bigger, uh, and as the team gets bigger, uh, potentially we should start uh, attending conferences related to BOINC, distributed computing, uh, HPC, and cryptocurrency itself, you know. StarTales just posted his uh, seventh weekly uh, Gridcoin uh, update on uh, Steemit, so that's definitely worth a read. It's uh, a good kind of like newsletter uh, if you're not uh, if you've not got time to read the forums or stay on IRC all the time, uh, it's good to keep up on news that way. Uh, thanks for regularly creating those. So yeah, I uh, I, I created a post in CryptoCoin Talk uh, with suggestions of what uh, Evoked should talk about. You know, uh, potentially. Uh, the switch over from proof of work to proof of stake the introduction of the new distributed proof of research mechanism uh uh the fact that anyone can make a boink project the ideas for potential boink projects that uh you know if we're if the ideas that we uh think of for the the brainstorming of boink projects right say if none of us have the ability to, to Bring it into uh, existence. If we're talking about these kind of ideas in front of uh, people with influence, potentially they may go ahead and make it. You know, and that would be brilliant. That'd be an overall win for the Gridcoin and point community. If uh, if any of these uh, brainstorm point projects are created. Uh, StarTails asking, what is the current progress of uh, moving from Proof of Stake version two to Proof of Stake version three? Uh, so I created a issue on uh, GitHub regarding the low uh, the low investor staking participation. So we're finding only up to like thirty percent of investor coins are actually staking at any one given point in time, which is bad because then you only really need like you know fifteen percent of total coin supply to uh, uh, you know fifty one percent attack the. Network. So the idea is with uh, Proof of Stake 2, currently, if you are offline, you're still building an interest on your balance, whereas with Proof of Stake version 3, you're only earning interest as you stake. So blocks have a fixed reward, uh, and if you're not staking, you're not earning your interest, that would massively uh, increase uh, stake weight participation. And by increasing stake weight participation, we will be, uh, you know, securing the network significantly. it would be much more expensive to uh, attack the network, uh, you know. So currently Rob said that he didn't see any problem currently in low stake uh, weight participation. Uh, I disagree to a certain degree. Uh, it would be quite, it would be a bit of work, but it's already been done by black coin which uh, we forked from so it's not a, uh, it's not like we're inheriting changes from like say graphene you know it's it's largely compatible but it would be a hard fork in the future but we do have quite a few hard forks potentially planned in the future you know so maybe it's something we could think about if anyone's passionate about this or if they agree with me uh potentially go into the github issue and uh voice your support or your concern you know uh, bring it a bit more into the. Uh, Sartel's saying it's mainly a lot of work for a developer to make it work. It's changing uh, the consensus mechanism to a certain degree. So you would need a hard fork. So it would need a community organized like upgrade. Uh, anyone that didn't upgrade would be uh, their client would go out of sync or potentially they'd go off in their own fork. It would be bad uh, because people would take advantage of that, and your coins might not, uh, be secure that way. But, if it was coordinated, it would be a largely, uh, beneficial change for GridCoin, in my opinion. Does anyone have anything, uh, to say on that topic? Erkin's saying, first we need to have a uh, vote on the topic, uh, and whales might not like version 3, uh, Yeah, I mean, potentially Wales might not like the idea of not being rewarded if they're not participating. Uh, Potentially, if they're not participating in staking, they might not participate in the vote, to which they lose out, you know, if they don't voice their concern. Uh, I don't think it would be difficult to get it to pass a vote. I, I don't really want to force a vote on it. Potentially, we could make an informal poll on whether or not people like the I, the concept, right? Uh, rather than being like, let's vote on changing it now, you know? That's a lot more hostile, you know? There can't kind of say you likes version free. Me too, man, me too.
3: I don't know enough about
0: it at all. <laughs> the uh, the Steam thread's quite extensive. Uh, yeah, There hasn't... Oh, the GitHub issue, I mean. Uh, there hasn't really been a massive uh, update to the Black coin white uh, paper regarding version free, but it's pretty much just a change from, uh, you know, the variable uh, interest payment you get, uh, and uh, you know, it removes the coin age from the uh, interest payment calculation, uh, you know, and it and it uh, encourages a, a larger stake weight participation, which is overall going to be beneficial for us, you know. Especially the fact that it would uh, a larger stake weight participation would prevent, you know, attacks against the network, which will become more prevalent as we become a larger cryptocurrency. Yeah, if you go into the Blackcoin uh, IRC channel, uh, you can definitely ask about proof of stake version free. Maybe not rub it in their face that uh, Gridcoin is a fork of them, because uh, currently we are worth more than Blackcoin, which they may be a bit salty about. Alright, uh, open floor. Any last uh, kind of topics anyone wants to raise, just informally? Yeah, I agree. All right, let's end the, uh, the ninth Gridcoin community hangout. Thanks for participating, everyone, and uh, thanks for anyone who's still listening. You know, uh, I will be unavailable on the. 8th, uh, which is next weekend. Uh, you guys can hold another hangout uh, without me, if you wish. Uh, cool. Yeah, I mean, pot- potentially I might be about, uh, but I'm busy from like 9 till 6, so I may have a couple hours to get on it. Uh, huh. Yeah, Quinn's the saying. Let's ask Rob whether or not he wants to join the 10th Hangout. I think that's a good idea. I mean, it's the 10th episode. Yeah, we've been doing it for this long. Yeah, man. I mean, like, yeah. what we've recorded um, probably about 20 hours worth of audio recording we've done thus far. It's pretty good. At least, wow. Yeah, at least. Alright, cool. Thanks for participating, everyone.
4: I'm going to end the recording now.